watch Tim wishes you good luck and Godspeed. Hello. Hey, Moonbee. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Getting better and better. I was I was pushing like 18 hour, uh, 18, 19, 19 hours per day on the on the computer for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to uh, organize it all a little bit more now that the yeah the collection is done and all the distribution is done. And now is uh, time to regain some energy to then start building again. Yeah, when you. I was going to say back in the day, but of course, you know, that was only six months ago when you and I met and we got together in the Chaos DAO with the other guys. What made you decide and what made you commit to doing these 99 apes? In the beginning, it was... I have to go back a little. I'm very community driven. I have spent uh, years and years in communities and building communities. So that's also one of my backgrounds. Ah. And when I got into the DAO in the beginning, it was just a very core number of people. I believe it was maybe 25 or 20 at that time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a strong believer of putting a sign out there for people to see which community you belong to. So with the Chaos DAO being a multi-ape protocol, I created the multi-layered ape yeah. as a profile picture for the people in the DAO. And I said, hey, I, I want to create an, a profile picture, an avatar, like a badge for these people being the core of the DAO at that time. Mm-hmm. And having an art background for many years now, I thought I'd create it and yeah, ask the people in the DAO what, the, <laughs> what kind of color combination they wanted <laughs> and the names and I pushed it out. So it was, it was a piece of pride for the people being in the DAO at the time. Yeah. And I believe it was a great combination of things with the DAO growing and the visibility of people from the DAO with these apes as profile pictures growing as well. So it was a combination of growing two projects at the same time, which catered to each other. A lot. What were your expectations when you were starting the uh, the series? I mean, going with 99 right off the bat just seems like such a commitment. Actually, there was no plan in the beginning <laughs> whatsoever. Um, the number of 99 was just... I I sometimes look back at the day and uh, first I had 169 uh, insert as limited number. Uh-huh. But then I thought, hey, make it make it a little bit more rare, make it 99. It's nice. And it's also a lot of work to create all these apes. Yeah. So I went with 99 just, just off the batch. But I didn't have a certain idea in mind at that time, apart from growing the DAO, growing the brand and giving exposure to it all. You said you've been community building for years. What kind of communities have you been building and and what sort of successes have you had in the past with this? Yeah, funny story. Um, I was was in community building or being active in communities already like maybe 15 years ago in the sporting industry. Oh, that's (laughs) interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and back then I took a special place in that community where my first job actually grew out of Mm -hmm. to become an international sales rep for a certain brand and import and export and build this brand together with the owners. Mm -hmm. So that was great for me to experience many, many things in the world and travel the globe. So this widened my horizon a lot. Wow. Um, And I... 
being on events in this sporting industry gave me a very clear sight of how important connection to a brand is for customers and people. Mm. So I was I was figuring out ways to improve that to get the people more involved with the brands and closer to the brands so they would identify themselves with the brands. Yeah. And that was the starting point for me to get more into marketing as well mm. to really enforce this I would say community bond, I would say. Hmm. And from there on out, basically my my career was shifting a little bit into sales, where I then gained a lot of experience that I have built before, but with this community background and how important it is to yeah, get people close to the brand. This combination is, is a winning system for me because it just... You know, I, I could make marketing, but that's just one one soldier on the front lines. Okay. But when you have a community behind you, it's everyone talking positive and being involved and being hyped about it, which gives it a quadrupled outreach. Simple as that, I would say. Did you have any guidance uh, from Remark or any other NFT artists uh, when bringing this vision to life? No, not at all. Wow. I minted my first NFT, which was the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Oh, yeah. Because in the back of my mind, I had the idea of Kusama tokens being golden tickets because you could lend them and they would give you a big upside Yeah. Uh, when lending them away into crowd loans. Yeah. But they would return. So, yeah, that was my idea to just mint that golden ticket because I wanted to claim this uh, this reference. Yeah. Um. Then I got a little bit into um, real-life drawings with watercolors and paper, which I released a couple of NFTs as videos. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and then the DAO thing evolved, but there was no no work or input or collaborations with Remark or any other artist at that time, no. Amazing. Actually, still isn't today. Um, I'm just a private creator of NFTs, and whatever I do at this moment is not in collaboration with Remark. Gotcha. Let's talk about this new series. You finished the 99 right away. I was having trouble getting hold of you because you were so busy building something that you wouldn't talk about. This new Buff Chimp series with this unique distribution with these traps. Can you talk a little bit about the preparation for the new series? When you look back, I released the Dollar Ape coin, the 3D NFT. Right. And I didn't do that with any marketing at all. I just created it and put it out there with an idea in, my, in the back of my head, which I didn't talk about with anyone. Yeah. And those were sold for 0.75 Kusama with the maybe or maybe not promise that it might give you <laughs> something in the future. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so so while while still being building the the apes and selling them, I already prepared for this chapter two. That's true, right? With those ape coins. Mm-hmm. People who aped into the dollar ape coin without any knowledge or any promises, yeah. they got one of my traps for the buff chimps, basically for a very good price and still get to keep their ape coin. So the idea behind the, the new collection was to take the limited number of NFTs Apes and Art has pushed out and thereby a limited number of community members um, and take it to the next level to be able to grow in the future because you cannot build huge projects with maybe use cases in the future based on 99 NFTs. Hmm. You need a larger base to build it all on. So I took a new approach of art with the buff chimps um, as they are all hand-drawn. Uh, hand 
and created by me. But I also wanted to go into the direction of, hey, you get something on your chimp that maybe multiple other chimps have as well. So they would all be unique, but would all have certain items. Mm -hmm. And when you look at Remark 2.0, you see that you can exchange items, equip them and unequip them. And so this is a little hint into the future of where this collection might be or might go to. Wow. Um, possibly or possibly not. <laughs> Always keep that in mind because we don't we don't do promises or roadmaps. We don't do that. Okay. Um, yeah, but the idea behind it was just to go with the future of NFTs yeah. and not be left behind on an open sea standard, for example, where you just have a JPEG and that's not usable for anything in the future. Okay, well, maybe this is a good question to wrap it up on. I wanted to know your hopes for the future of the Remark protocol and for the broader Dotsama ecosystem as well. I feel that the NFTs and Remark are a very, very good vehicle to bring users from other ecosystems to Kusama wow. because NFTs are something that any owner is somehow connected to. And when you own an NFT and you love it, but it's only a picture and you can only use it as a picture. And then you see tech out there with Remark um, that actually builds yeah. the NFTs 2.0 where you can actually use them and play around with them and change them and, and use them in different areas or metaverses. Um, you kind of get bumped out a little that you have that NFT that is just a single purpose use. And I think with this mm -hmm. change being upon us, I think this draws a lot of people into the Kusama ecosystem mm -hmm. because yeah, I think NFTs could be the vehicle for that. So I believe Kusama will grow. It is a space where developers are at home, where people with visions and and who are open-minded are based and everybody is building. So I have very, very high hopes in, in the Kusama ecosystem that it will it will grow. And once it is large enough with maybe the influx of of um uh gas fugees, as I call them, the the guys from <laughs> Eat. Yeah. Um, that this will grow because, yeah, there, there needs to be a foot in the door. And I believe NFTs and Remark are this foot in the door for many ecosystems to take a closer look at Kusama and Dot. Well, Mundi, it was awesome to have you in here today. And uh, we, I think we all learned a lot about ape psychology and uh, got an inside look at how you built such successful collections thank you for being my friend for getting me in on this uh, great vision and uh, for everything you do in the community i have to thank you for having me on here and being with me and being with the community along the way and growing with it i think we are so you know everyone in crypto says this all the time but i think we are very early in the whole nft ecosystem and what is about to happen with it and with the metaverse and it will be exciting times and I believe those who see the elephant or the chimp in the room right now um, will have a big upside in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Moonbee. Thank you. Catch you later, Jay.